You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Since the death of Frank Sinatra, the new Rat Pack has been Marco Selmo, Tony Bishop, Peter Walker, Nathan Olson, and Sean Brown. They're appearing at the Sands Theater all next week. And this one goes out to them. Major Spoilers theme song! The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Pod on on the air. The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. On the air. Pod pod podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Rodrigo. And I'm Stephen. You're listening to the Major Spoilers Podcast. Podcast. The Major Spoilers Podcast is on the air. Welcome to issue 481 of the Major Spoilers Podcast. Quickly, quickly, quickly creeping up on issue 500. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd maybe hit it by December, you know but I don't think we're going to... Yeah, we reboot and start over at uh, zero and we get uh, some cool people on this show. Yeah. yeah. And um, then 10 issues later, we'll call it 600. Yeah, yeah. And just start <laughs> over fresh. And then we'll uh, kick off then half we'll our writers. Podcasts running simultaneously. And we'll just fire half our writers we'll who are doing really, really well. Right, right. And bring in somebody who uh, probably isn't going to do as stellar a job. Hey, everybody. Yeah, welcome to uh, we'll go back Major Spoilers. The show where we talk about Matthew things. Zach, stuff. welcome yes, once more. Hello, hello everyone. Last hello. week, Matthew was not here, so he was no, not was able sad. to shake his head sad. in shame and sadness. No, he was. He just, he just like felt. It. He's like, ah, oh, Zach yeah, saying was... something really young. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was shaking his head, going, "I suddenly feel was? a great disturbance in the in the force." Suddenly, my mouth tastes like Gerber, <laughs> as if someone said something young and stupid. As in, I've never I seen anything Star Trek. Mm. So last week, uh, listeners, uh, Rodrigo and I gave a mini schooling to Zach on some films that he should watch with our knuckles. <laughs> with our knuckles, <laughs> and, and one of the one of the things that Zach had said he's never seen any Star Trek. And he is interested in this new upcoming uh, Dark Knight into Rises. Darkness. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Into the, into Star the Trek Dark into Trek Dark Knight Rises. Planet um, of the Earth. And so, if he's going to watch that movie, we said, "Well, you really probably ought to go watch at least the J.J. Abrams Star Trek right. 2.0 thing." Right, right. So you did. I did. I listened to you and I watched it. See. And are you ready for your oral report? Yes. And. Go. All right. So I please note down, that he has no visual aids, Rodrigo. Mark that against him. Okay. No, uh, the hand gestures were. Oh, no okay. Aids. Yes. All right. I sat down to watch the Star Trek, <laughs> and <laughs> some guys came through a black hole, and then there was more spaceships and blowy, blowy, blowy. So the first thing I realized that I write for major spoilers, and I read the comments, and people are like, "Oh man, this new Star Trek movie is going to be like so dark," and that's stupid because Star Trek's not dark and stuff. And I watched this movie, and I was like, did you guys watch that movie and see how many people died on screen? Because there's a lot of effing people that died on screen in that movie. Yeah, there within, within the whole... first 30 seconds <laughs> yeah, yeah. of I the mean, movie. Basically like, a whole starship. a giant like, trident thing just mm-hmm. shoved right through them. Yeah, yeah. A planet gets sucked in by a black hole. Yeah. Ships are exploding. The entire genocide of the Vulcan race. Yeah. 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 It's like... It's pretty Winona dark. <laughs> they killed Winona Ryder. Not before she was able to make off with the wardrobe. I loved her in Heather's. Yay. So that was my first observation. Uh, my second is I really enjoyed this movie. Like, 
barely knew anything. I knew the tropes about Star Trek, but mm-hmm. coming in, didn't know anything. And I really enjoyed watching this. Uh, what I really like about it that is different from the somewhat comparable Star Wars is that Star Trek is more of like a, a team. And Star Wars, there's kind of a team element, but it's generally like, this is about Luke. Mm-hmm. But Star Trek is like, this is the Enterprise. And watching the interactions between Kirk and Spock and then uh, the Russian guy and then uh, mm-hmm. the Check guy, off. yeah, Chekhov, Check and off. then Scotty and mm-hmm. the girls, and I don't know all their names, but uh, that I thought Bro. that was really interesting in the scene of movie that it's not just a central character, but really, I don't think you could do a Star Trek just with one character. You couldn't do a Star Trek movie just like, it's Kirk. I don't. I. I mean, I don't know. I'm just so, saying that. Could you again? Could he's you? never watched right, the original right, right. Star Trek series. Right. So the original Star Trek series, right. Zach. Just so, I mean, yeah, it's great. This they are a team in this, and they they work really well, and everybody has their own talents. In the original Star Trek television series, each episode was Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and a guy with a red shirt beamed down to the planet. Yeah. The guy with no. the red shirt right, dies. dies. That is okay. not And then true. and then <laughs> they have lie. an adventure. He is lying. Geez. But even in still that, it's still yeah. it's still those three. Right, right. So it's not like Batman. It's right, 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 right. Like, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it is. I, it's I, three. And you know, uh, Kirk, Kirk really stole the spotlight a lot of the time, but that's because mm-hmm. he had Spock and McCoy to play off. Of. Right. You know, right, I mean, right. he was in a right. sense, and he always kind of is the main character, regardless mm-hmm, of what you mm-hmm. place him, because possibly because that's yeah. I mean, absolutely. So, um, but. I think that uh, I think that you're right. I think that you know, and and people have in in other places uh, commented about that Trinity that it's actually you know a, a basic trope of fiction now to have your high like power. yeah that that trio of the guy who is like who follows his emotions, the guy who is the opposite, the guy who doesn't feel anything mm-hmm. and doesn't want to do things that way, and the guy who balance like who basically soothes them into working together and right. that's your Kirk Spock and McCoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, that Freudian trinity of the id, the ego and the superego. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that Freudian or Jungian? That's Freudian. Never mind. Oh, maybe it is Jungian. Oh, no, I have to look it up. I don't remember. I'm not a psychoanalyst. Me either. Um what else did I like? I liked when they uh, are going to blow up the first drill mm-hmm. on uh Vulcan. Vulcan. That they uh they like squirrel suit down to the thing mm-hmm. and then the dude in the red dies in like five seconds and he just dies. And that was fun. And I was watching it with my girlfriend, I was like, pause, let me explain something why this is funny. He died and he's wearing red and I had to explain mm-hmm. that. Like that's one thing I know from Star Trek, like people in red die really fast. Yeah, yeah. So that that was kinda funny. And what did your girlfriend say? She actually liked the Did movie. she roll her eyes and say, Oh Zach? No, like she enjoyed. I like. I was like. I need to watch this for the podcast. We're just gonna watch it tonight. Just I'll watch some other. And I had to watch Mean Girls like two days later. So <laughs> you know, it balances back and forth. One of the commenters over on Twitter says, "Oh, uh, I saw that today." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I have to scroll down. He he basically said, "Does Zach watch any? You know, uh, listening to your list of movies that Zach hasn't watched, does Zach only watch chick flicks? <laughs> and you watch Mean Girls? Yeah, well, I, I did. You I had, had to, to I had watch to Mean Girls. Mean and I did Girl, say Mean Girls is actually a decent movie. It's not. Bad. I don't just, think I've ever seen it. That's it's, uh, it's, with uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, uh, Lindsay Tina Lohan Fey wrote it. Yeah, okay. so I've never I mean, seen it. And she's in it. Yeah, Anna Gasteyer is in it. Emma Stone's in it. No, Rachel McAdams. Oh yeah, yeah, is in it. Rachel Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, yeah. Seyfried. Sure. And it is. It is actually a Freudian construct. It ego and super ego. Thank you. Please continue. Right. So the fact that she liked it, I felt was probably a bonus to the thing. Is it wasn't like too far out. Like she won't watch Star Wars as much as I try. She won't watch Star Wars with me. Um. Why not? I don't know. Probably because I geek out over it too much. Like, no. I have the Blu-rays. <laughs> Everything's changed, but it's, it's in Blu-ray. It's because his voice is just so much more high pitched when he's talking about it. She literally can't hear it. <laughs> this is the scene where Han. This is the scene where Han was supposed to shoot first. <laughs> but let me get my let me get my DVD special disc and we can watch the original cut. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, I didn't like this. Lens flares got annoying. Even after a while, even after they burned into your retinas, and it well, wasn't... no, about after an hour, I was like, I didn't notice them, but the first forever is like, ugh. 
What did you uh what did you think of the villain? The Romulan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I kind of felt like that the villain wasn't played up to as much in the movie. Mm-hmm. That it was kind of more of a he didn't he, he destroyed a planet. Right. So the fact that he destroyed a planet was kind of significant. But it was more of like, not watch what I can do to just kill all these people, but I'm going to play some crazy emotional game towards Spock. So in th- that sense, it wasn't like, uh, I, I don't know, some big bad guy is trying to destroy the planet. But in the fact that he's just trying to hurt Spock, mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. Um, besides that, I was like, it's okay. Like the he was cool that it came back in time. Any major really wasn't there. Any fine. major story problems? Um mm, No, I think the time travel or the new universe thing well. I mean, if you guys would watch it, did that work well for people that have watched it, the old original series um, and then Yeah, I think in? so. I mean I yeah. think it's it literally is like, hey, this is Another world, right, right where right, right. Star Trek happens, but it's just different, right? But there's a major point at which yeah, everything changes. Nexus. It yeah. is a pair. It's 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 a divergent reality. Yeah. So right, yeah, right. it totally works. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Like it actually works with people that are like mm-hmm. oh, it sucks, but that's good that people like we, it. We talked about J.J. Abram Abram Abramisms, mm-hmm. you know, with lens flares, and right, there's a right, lot of right. other bad robot things that pop up in Star Trek. Did you catch any of those, or were you aware of all any of those, or anything like that? As in... Well, the big red gloop was the main thing in Alias for a long time, for about two oh, seasons. Oh, I never watched Alias. Maybe I was, three seasons. That was on... Oh, I was, I was still in elementary school when that was on. I remember watching mm-hmm. I remember watching trailers or commercials for it. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't allowed to be up that late, Stephen. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I caught Alias. Actually, I didn't catch Alias when it was originally running. Uh, it was already like in the second or third season, and they were running it like on ABC Family, mm-hmm. like in uh, you know, you missed it this night. Here it is this night, right? And I caught it randomly in the middle of like season one or two, and I was like, "What is the show?" I was like, "This isn't too bad." And then I went back and tracked down, and then they started rerunning everything from the beginning. You so. know the um when they're on the ice planet, and uh-huh. there's like a monster, and then another monster, right? Mm-hmm. That monster, half of, like, those monsters are sort of made up of two halves. Right. The Cloverfield, Cloverfield. monster is split mm-hmm. between yeah. both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's another J.J. Abramisms. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But that's more of a shout-out. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know. right. Yeah, Matthew? You know, I don't know much about J.J. Abrams or the 2009 Star Trek movie because I'm old and you're young. Uh-huh. You remember Sherry Lewis? No, he does the not know. The ventriloquist who had lamb pork, chop, lamb chop, and no. Cecil. Oh, he is too young for lamb chop. You don't remember dude. her? She actually wrote an episode of Star Trek. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Episode seventy-three, I believe it was. Um, I can't remember the name of it. The lights of something. But uh, Sherry Lewis, the woman who voiced Lamb Chop, wrote an episode of the original <laughs> the episode Star that Trek. never ends. I just wanted to be part <laughs> just of goes the show on and on, my friends. Oh, that's fine. That's cool. I just googled Sherry Lewis, so now I know more. Now he so knows. Now I know things. Yeah. Um. The more you know. Did you guys watch this in theaters? Yes. Yes. Okay. This is yes, a yes, question for you guys. Did you really, Matthew? Or are you just uh, saying that to play more? <laughs> yes, I also did I this. watched it. No, Matthew's in this. Come I on, man. I want to be part of the show. <laughs> Let me be part of the show, Stephen. No, mean, no, I mean, if you did, that's great. I mean, we're, we're, you know, that's great if you saw it in the theater. All right, then, question for you three. When, uh, Leonard when Nimoy, this happened, when was Leonard it Nimoy awesome? did Live Long and Prosper, did everyone just lose their mind in the theater? I, th- I thought, like, wow, people no. probably, no? What about when he, re- when he read this, when he read the, the opening at the end? Do people no. like lose their shit? When he appeared, there were some kind of gaspy cheers oh, really? in the theater that I saw. Oh, and in the ice cave when he like, steps you know, out. It oh, wasn't applause like been. the Hulk got when he beat up Loki. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was kind of a, oh, it's a guy. No, I don't. I think I saw it in a fairly empty theater. I think I oh, went okay. and saw it at a matinee, which I tend to do. I, right, right. See, because has seen I, everything for the last 30 years. In hey, you know, to, to be honest, matinees I prefer awesome. matinees and empty theaters because I don't have to deal with with people that are inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. And I can understand laughing at the laughing parts right. Right, right, and, right. and crying at the crying parts. But to sit there 
and have to hear a commentary about what's going on on the screen because somebody's just too ill-informed about right. the topic to, you know, to know about it, that becomes problemsome. Or if the people are just there talking, playing on their cell phone or talking on their phone or whatever, it's annoying. So for a long time, uh, I, when I lived in California, I had, we had two multiplexes. One was like an eight theater, which was really small. And there were times where I would go in and the people behind the counter were like, oh, and this is a big, I mean, this was a major theater chain. And they're just like, oh, a customer's here. Oh, what, what can we do? And I was like, well, I'm going to go see this movie. Oh, yeah, well, go down and we'll start it right up. And I'd be the only one sitting there. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they weren't all great movies, but I didn't have a lot to do yeah, on the yeah. weekend. Right. So I was just doing that. I can and walk madness, in. And matinees are usually cheaper. And I could yeah. walk in at 10. And I love that I could when I was in. And there's a lot of theaters that do this, but here in Hayes, it doesn't. But when I was in California, I could get up at 8 in the morning, do my stuff at 930, say, what movies do I want to go see? Here's the one that starts at 10 o'clock. Get there five minutes before the movie starts. Get my popcorn. Get my drink. Go in and have my selection of movies, mm-hmm. uh, seats that I wanted to sit in. I really enjoy that experience. So, yeah, I really enjoy seeing movies where there's very few people in the in the audience. My favorite movie-going experiences are have been when I'm the only one in the yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's a movie that I wanted to watch, but I'll go watch it at 2 in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and no one else will be there. And I don't even tell you my friends are go- I'm going because I don't really want them to go. <laughs> and I can just sit in the theater by myself. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. that's like... Yeah. to watch a movie by yourself on that big of a screen yeah. is awesome. Now, I'm, I'm guessing, Matthew, you don't get that privilege that often? Oh, no. Even if you go to, like, an afternoon showing, there's usually schmucks. I, w- I was surprised that uh, Fahrenheit 9-11, was that the uh, Roger, uh, Moore, Michael, Moore. Michael Moore movie? The Roger, Roger, the Roger, the Roger Moore movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know, that Which movie kind of I'd would like be a good about. name for a Bond film, yeah, yeah. if not for what it actually yeah, is. Yeah. Um, that movie ran in haze for a long time and it was like four weeks. And I was like, Oh man, I've got to go see this movie because if I miss it, it's not going to be in the theater. And I really wanted to see this documentary and see his mm-hmm. take on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, it's Wednesday afternoon. I'm going to go and see it. And I walk in 15 minutes before I'm like, yes, I'm the only one here. This will be great. And within 15 minutes, that theater filled up yeah. to see that movie. And I was like, wow, Hayes, Kansas, this movie. Really? There cool. So, yeah. So there are times where it kind of, doesn't work for you, but there have been times they didn't too. Know what it was they thought it was a James Bond? And they could have, yeah. um, right. but there have oh, been I can't times Roger where Moore is making movies again. <laughs> I remember there were times where I show up five minutes before the movie and I go in and there's not a seat to be found. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I prefer the empty theater over the crowded theater any day. Even though there is that the whole point of going to a movie theater to watch a movie is for that communal right that experience, right, right. and that's and that's yeah. part of the that's part of the no the whole point is the bigger screen screw the community screw the no but I mean that's really it's it's that's we're true. we're that's sitting true. around a campfire <laughs> telling stories back in oh, the, the audience times. sometimes the audience can make a movie sometimes yeah, yeah. oh comedy you know definitely. if they are if the audience is in the groove for the movie mm-hmm. it's great it it really is I mean just watching. You know, I went to see which one's the one where Yoda fights for the first time. The episode second two. one, episode two. Uh, that's Star uh, Trek two. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> so I went to see Wrath of Khan. No, I went to see um, yeah. Attack of the Clones. Yes, I went to see Attack of the Clones in a full Send theater the with with some guys who were like, oh, whatever, I hated the first one, but let's go watch it. <laughs> but the audience was way into it. And I was like, by the end, you know, by the time, pretty close to the end, where Yoda pulls out his little lightsaber, he's like, beam, beam, beam. everybody was like, yeah! yeah. And I was like, I was feeling it. And I've since gone back and watched that scene. And I was like, you know, nope. this isn't as exciting yeah, as I remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's because everybody in the theater was like really jazzed about it. That's mm-hmm. the reason I asked my question of, I had to people lose their yeah. minds when that happened because when I watched that movie, people like stood up and cheered when Yoda started fighting. <laughs> when when I went to see it, I was I went with a bunch of friends and I was sitting between like on on my right side was a a couple who had never seen anything anything about Star Trek had never heard anything about it. I mean, they knew that Star Trek was like a big thing, but they never seen anything about it. And on like sitting to the left of me is like the biggest trekker ever. Like he could quote, trekier. yeah, who, mm-hmm. he is trekkier than thou. He could quote chapter and verse basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, on on one side, to popular rumor: Frank Gorshin was not nominated for an Emmy for his portrayal of Loki exactly. in episode seventy six. 
he's the guy who brings in yeah exactly stuff like that like technically the forest kelly appears in the pilot episode of uh whatever <laughs> well, next generation he yeah does. exactly exactly <laughs> right so he's like so therefore the year span can be blah, 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 right and that sort of thing yeah yeah so yeah when anytime spock like old spock mm-hmm. did anything um, it was like he was in church. Like he was like nodding his head and like practically holding up his hand, like saying, mm, mm, yeah, you preach it. Testify. Yeah. Live long and prosper. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, an audience can make a movie if you're going with, and that's why it, there is some appeal of going to an opening weekend because the people that really want to be there or the people that are there really want to be there, right? Right, right, right? So, if you're going to go see the Midnight Showing of the Hobbit that you saw a couple of nights ago, depending on when you're listening to this, hello, future people or past people. Um, you went with a bunch of people that that theater is going to be packed with people who are legitimately interested in seeing The Hobbit. Right. So you're going to see some literary people. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to see some sci-fi and fantasy fans that are packing it. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to just see Joe Schmo, mm-hmm. who's like, yeah, I kind of heard about this. I really wanted to go to the midnight showing. Right. They're going to wait and see it Saturday night yeah, when I, like I end up going showings. or... You know, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And you are going to have a different <laughs> dynamic. Uh, I remember when the yeah. first Next Generation movie aired was the first time at it, here in Hayes. I don't know if Matthew went, but I know uh, Mike Lycom and I think Bruce went and a bunch of us went down. And it was the first time I'd ever see people dressed up in costume mm-hmm. to go see a movie. And it was like, cool. Here's these people dressed up as, as Star Trek characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um Yep. You know, it, it's that dynamic of the audience that plays into it. But unfortunately, when I go, it's usually the jacktards that are there that are, <laughs> that are there to ruin yeah, the yeah. experience for yeah. everybody. And so the, I would prefer, and that's yeah. why I have this this plea out to Hollywood, is release the box. You know, mm. Apple TV would be perfect. And they do it now to an extent where you can rent movies that are still in the theater right now and watch them on your mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. your home theater. And I love that. And uh, I wish they would do it with some more mainstream movies, mm-hmm. but there's stuff that's out in theaters now that I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to go into the theater and have to deal with all these people that really don't want to be there, but they got nothing else to do on a Friday night, but mm-hmm. right. sit around. So they're away from mom and dad and waste like $50. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I, that's why I prefer that, that kind of going experience. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 uh, Zach. Hey, 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 Matthew. I'm going to, I'm going to be part of the show again. Are you ready? Yeah. Come on. Join the convo. Say soon. Do you know that the Vulcan hand gesture that people cheer for is actually based by Leonard Nimoy on a priestly blessing uh, of the rabbinicalness? I think today is the last day of Hanukkah, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember what day this show will air. But it's actually, he based it on a hand gesture that the Kohanim do in a particular blessing uh, in in the, the Hebrew temples, which is kind of awesome. Interesting. It represents the letter Shin. Which is, you know, that's that's me joining in the show. I'm helping because I wasn't here last week and I didn't know what this. <laughs> no, I mean, but you can comment was. on no, the whole thing was to. he needs to watch Star Trek and tell us what he thinks. Of Matthew's Star Trek. keeping the show kosher. Yes, <laughs> you kind of do. And here's what you need to do. You need you need to. Hey, very well done, by the way. You need to go on the interwebs, Zachary, and you need to look up and find what they consider to be the absolute worst episodes of the original Star Trek series. And I'll tell you, uh, top of that list will probably be Spock's brain, followed uh, closely by uh, The Way to Eden. Maybe let that be your last battlefield. And you watch the awful ones. And you watch them first, and here's why. Mm -hmm. This is something that is very important. This is what I like to refer to as the rule of Matter Eater Lad. Even the worst episode of star trek is entertaining in a very strange way much as matter eater lad is is a great superhero taken on his own merits even though he's probably one of the worst characters in dc's mythos (laughs) he's still pretty awesome and you'd like to have that superpower so if you go watch spock's brain Mm -hmm. and you watch through this whole episode and you try and figure out, you know, how did they get his brain out of his head and all like this, there are still moments in that that are absolutely transcendent and wonderful. And then you can go and watch the good ones and go, holy crap, this is so much better than Spock's brain. <laughs> I did listen to You know, you can watch a Spock really, really good one. one. Spock's brain will always be number one because Spock's brain is an awful, awful episode. <laughs> but more importantly, 
it's still good. It's the worst of Star Trek, but it's still better than the entire third season of Lost. <laughs> um, there's also the one where F. Lee, F. Lee Bailey's uh, partner uh, plays this alien thing. There's the one where Kirk is zapped by this, uh, this uh, basically this obelisk and becomes a Native American. And I'm not sure how this all works. The Enterprise is running away in space from this asteroid. And Kirk is left behind for two months on this planet where he becomes basically this 1960s stereotype medicine man. Keep big medicine man Kirk or something. And it's fascinating to watch this. And it's so weird to have the characters out of their own element. Mm -hmm. Or you can watch the Enterprise incident where the very first female commander in Star Trek appears. She was ahead of the uh, the Romulan ship, and there's these wonderful sequences where her her Romulan warrior battle uniform has this micro mini skirt, and she keeps trying to subtly pull it back down over her little Romulan backside. <laughs> it's just aw- awesome to watch that whole movie, that whole episode, and just kind of go, man, that woman worked so hard to not moon us. <laughs> you just have to love that kind of dedication to your craft. So, so go watch Spock's brain for next week. <laughs> well, so Zach, the uh, the thing is, we're trying to expose you to some d- different movies, and Rodrigo and I gave you a big long list. Big list last week. So what yeah. is the next movie that you're going to review and report on next week? Um, uh, shall we make him watch M? Uh, I was thinking Alien. How's that? The Sigourney Weaver Alien. Yeah, Alien is a good horror. It's, it's movie. a good horror movie. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, Alien. I don't is a care. Solid we can do choice. something else. I just haven't watched it, and I have a big Prometheus banner. I was like, I should probably like watch one of these movies if I have one of these in my house. Prometheus is to Alien as Star Trek J.J. Abrams Star Trek is to Star Trek. Interesting. That's how I see it. I haven't seen Prometheus. You're not missing anything. Yeah, that's what I felt. Um, is that the one where the trailers go? Ah! Yes. Ah, yeah. Ah, yes. 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 You, yes. You nailed it. Yes. 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 Um, I can't yeah, remember I what else. Was. Oh wait, I haven't written it on my iPad. Dun, 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 and dun. and listeners know I will not send you my list of movies. People have been emailing you have me. To take the class. Yeah, you have to take yeah. the class. Come pay one. money like I did. Cheapskates. Um, number one because I can't Aside find the, the list at the moment. Watches, it's buried somewhere, but also because just go in and look at any list of go at look at AFI's type top one hundred movies. Well, and you're bound to find. Most of the ones. AFI's top 100 movies is going to be a significantly older list. Especially, yeah. like, well, especially have... when they update it every couple of years and yeah. it's like, oh, what's the hot new movie that we need to resell? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Let's put Eyes Wide Shut on there. Ugh. Uh, Die Hard. You said Die Hard oh, last week. Oh, that is for Christmas, Christmas. because you have to watch that on weeks. Christmas. So that's two weeks from um, now. Let's see. And you need to watch Head. Uh, the monkeys movie from 1968. Um, right Seven Samurai. Close Counters the Third Kind. Ooh. Psycho. Um, right on your list. I think Alien would be Manga. okay. Yeah. Ninja yeah. Squirrel. Absolutely. Especially if you have access to it. Do you, yeah. do you have it around Alien? It's on the 99 cent rental rack at Hastings. Yeah. Go okay. for it. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Alien. Yeah. Alien is a great horror. Yeah. Just movie. make sure it's Alien. Yeah. Just make. Hmm. You know, Alien is a really good horror movie. Mm-hmm. Aliens. Is probably a better alien movie. Alien, the the alien franchise is a, a great study on changing genres through right, the right. sequels. Right. Because Alien, Aliens, and Alien 3 are three different yeah, they, kinds they really are. of movies. Yeah, because Alien really is yeah. horror. And just to give you a heads up, don't expect to see the alien <laughs> running around the ship in the movie. No, I know that. They do the whole. Right. They do the whole. But, and so, really, uh, it is the classic. You know the it's you know the not slasher flick, but it's it's the the classic look out yeah. behind you in yeah. space. You can they can't hear you scream. Yeah, it's the it's the dark haunted house. Aliens, the sequel, is not really a horror movie as much as it is an action. Ram, it's Rambo action thriller, mm-hmm. action thriller, mm-hmm. and yeah. Aliens Three is best left unseen. And and, and and same way with four, even though, was, even, though, even though it was written by Joss Whedon, Aliens 4 is also not very Joss, good. Joss Whedon, <laughs> I believe, to this day, holds that he wrote that as a parody of Aliens. Oh, really? Because that is a terrible movie. Yeah. Although it does have one known writer in it, so if you're trying to look mm. for a Star Trek connection, there you go. Um, Yeah, so Alien next week. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's Alien a good idea. Week. So there's this movie coming out uh, called Oblivion. It's got... Uh, 
Tom got Cruise. Tom Cruise in it, right? Mm. Uh, I don't know when it comes out, 2013 uh, Is that a movie something. about what happened to his career? Oh, oh hey Except his career's on a big rebound in the it, last It is. Years. Well, I feel that it's kind of in a, a really artificial rebound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, maybe. Like, it's it's basically his career at this moment in time. I feel that we're in that moment when you're turning the key, and it's going... And you're hoping that it's going to turn. comes out this spring, April 19th. April 19th, there's also a trailer. You can catch out on Majorspoilers.com. Jack Harper, played by Tom Cruise, is one of the last few drone repairmen stationed on Earth part of a massive operation to extract vital resources after decades of war with a terrifying threat known as the scavs. Jack's mission is nearly complete living in and patrolling the breathtaking skies from thousands of feet above his soaring existence is brought crashing down when he rescues a beautiful stranger from a downed spacecraft. Her arrival triggers a chain of events that forces him to question everything he knows and puts the fate of humanity in his hands. Sounds like a pretty generic good. Are we talking about silent running? It's a very generic yeah. uh, description, right? Yep. Sci-fi, sci Tom Cruise in sci-fi movie. Here's the I thing: someone describe it as a live-action Wally. <laughs> yeah, to an extent. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is based on a comic book, graphic novel, uh, from I think Radical Publishing. Okay. Here's the thing: this movie is being based on a comic book that won't even be released until after. A year after the movie hits theaters. Interesting. That's nice. Is that uh, somewhat weird <laughs> to you guys? I, I mean, cowboys. No, so that's, cowboys that's and aliens. The way they always used to do it. Well, but no, Matthew. It used to be. Here's a movie. Now let's base a comic book on the movie. This is a movie based on a comic book that doesn't get released until after the movie comes out. Right. So the the comic book is completed, but hasn't gone to press. Yeah. So they sent the studio an advanced copy. Right. They looked through it, fast-tracked the movie. Mm-hmm. And then do you think maybe they said, okay, now that we've done that, do not release this comic. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. a billion dollars. I don't know. Radical Publishing, I mean, they started their own studio last year and have got some big names behind it. Oh. Um, but I just find it odd. I mean, Cowboys and Aliens right. went a different route. They released the comic book, got a lot of hype and press off mm-hmm. of the release, Used that as a pitch to sell the movie, and then got Harrison Ford and James Bond to star right. in that movie. And you know, <laughs> Han Solo and James Bond. Han Solo and yeah. Indiana Jones and James Bond <laughs> fight together um, to fend off aliens. Uh, so I just I just find it weird that here people are saying, hey, based on the graphic novel. No, it's not based on the graphic <laughs> I mean, the graphic novel hasn't even been released yet. So it, it becomes to me very kind of a weird... Snake eating its own tail, it, it kind is of based moment. On the graphic novel, though. Well, well, we can't really know that, right? They're just saying, it, like, this is based on it, but no, you're it not going to know I mean, for a year. None of what we, but none of what we know about movies is anything but informed, anyway. I mean, I don't think that it's really all that strange, except that they are waiting so long after the release of the movie to do it. It seems like if the movie flops, and that comic comes out like a year later. You're probably going to miss a lot of possible, you know, bleed over. People are going to be like, "Oh, this movie was worse than Surf Nazis Must Die." I mean, I Great can see some reasons for. Text. I can, I can, oh. I can see some reasons for not releasing, especially if there's like some major yeah, revelation yeah, yeah. that you don't want spoiled. I, I bet you, I bet you, that's absolutely what it was. It's Uh-oh. basically this as a standard sci-fi Uh-oh. movie has a major twist about the nature of humankind, right? Or they blew it up. It's got Morgan or, Freeman in it. Yeah. It's yeah. like it, it either at I some come point from a village yes. where we think it's 1865. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, or, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I was the one who exploded your train, all of that stuff. You yeah, know, yeah. We're going to see something like that. Yeah. And so they, you know, the, the, the guys read it and they're like, this is movie making material. Right. Here is a thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. To not release this comic, right? We are optioning it, and part of the um, part of the contract is you now cannot release this comic until the movie is out mm-hmm. because we don't want it spoiled. That's I, I bet you that is exactly yeah, yeah. what happened. Oh no, I bet it is too. It just seems weird that they hype it b- based on a graphic novel yeah, you have never yeah, seen before. Yeah. So good luck going to your bookstore that's, and trying to order it. That's <laughs> like whatever, man. That's how independent this is. Oblivion. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, I work in a comic store, and I'll tell you right now, 80% of the stuff that people come in and try to buy isn't actually in print. 
Yeah. They're like, oh, do you have that comic book that was written by Kate Bush in 1984? No, I'm afraid we don't. Okay. Do you have the comic book that they made the Avengers movie on? Yeah, it's the A section. Go check it out. Yeah, the one where Batman fights the Joker. Yes, it's all of them. Yes, it's all of them. Do you know? Do you have one where Batman fights the nail? <laughs> no, but I have one where Batman fights another the nail. You're, I know you're trying to stop Superman from being Superman the nail. I will now fight you. Ha, ha, ha. He whips out yeah. his bat magnet. Yes. <laughs> and then his bat pump and then his like, bat. Oh, what do you call that stuff that you put on, on tires to, to oh, seal them? Gunk. Tire goop. goop. Yeah, yeah that's his, goop. Tire, his bat tire goop. It's bad. <laughs> and I could totally look in Cthulhu's face because Mom and Pa Ken are sitting in the car. Batman <laughs> swoops out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, with a- tips his tips his cowl to them. Citizens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> zips off on his bat cable on like, one of the corner stocks. Yeah, it's like what is he zipping off of? We're in Kansas. There's literally no. All right, let's just let's just drive to that weird alien crash like we meant to. All right, do we have to? Does everything have to be a fight? <laughs> this is why we gone. don't have kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's too much pressure, Martha. I can't. I can't. Anyway, it's also why we don't have nice things. You um, see Batman swinging off the great elevator, but he can't go very far. So he just <laughs> yeah, he just kind of like circles around it, <laughs> like a tetherball on yeah. a pole, <laughs> and then just, <laughs> just kind of slowly, slowly climbs down, and then he comes back around the other way. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets off again, yeah. Mom, Park, Ken are just looking at him. He's citizen. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> slinks off. <laughs> <laughs> or oh no, you know what would be awesome is if he if he comes in, he fixes, up. he fixes their their car right or like their truck right or whatever, and then he hits a button and a bat combine shows up, <laughs> and it's just like a giant John Deere combine, oh, right? Boy. And he but it's black, and he climbs up on it, and then it like tumbles to the side, and then it tumbles to the other side, and then like rockets shoot out of it, and he flies off. And then and as you were like up in the sky, you look back down to the field, and the bat symbol yeah, burn into the. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, bar, the bat symbol yeah. into the corn. What does it and mean? And then when he can't get back on the road because the bat combine is too big, it <laughs> bursts into two, and then out of it comes a bat tractor. <laughs> so I saw the weirdest thing. And I tweeted this. Are you sure? Because I, I think we just talked about the weirdest thing. Uh, Santa Claus riding a John Deere tractor on oh, Saturday. Nice, nice. It was like, okay. And waving at the kids, giving kids rides. Apparently, uh, Kansas is not you the must, only place that does that. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> did you go to the parade on Saturday? No, I did not. It's a lot of interesting. I, did you have I, to shoot it? No, I just the first time actually I've gone like four years I've lived here. First time I've gone. Oh, I, I thought maybe you had to shoot it. Didn't you guys not uh, rebroadcast it? No, 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 no. PBS go down and shoot it. No, we we I'm don't shoot, shoot that parade. Yeah. How come? Um, probably the same reason why I didn't go down and shoot it. It's too damn cold. cold. <laughs> well, yeah. For one, here's the thing: we do a a telethon for Big Brothers Big Sisters. Right? Um, Wait, were you there at that? I was. You were? Where were you? I was in the truck. Oh, you're in the truck. I yeah. kind of. Th- I was like, I walked in. I was like, Oh, maybe Rodrigo be here. I, I was. I was truck. in the truck. Darn. Yeah. So, <laughs> and usually it is slow-mo. cold. It is <laughs> yeah, yeah. so bitterly cold every year, except this year. You know why? Why? Because every year the telethon is on the same night as the parade. Oh. But this year it wasn't. So. Our theory is that it's always horribly cold for the for, parade. For the, yeah. And for people listening, the parade is called Frostfest, Frost or yes. the event is called Frostfest. The parade is just part of that. So, yeah. Uh, Wasn't Frostfest the name of the evil Nazi organization in V for Vendetta? I think I think Frostfest is one of the many puns that gets thrown out during uh, Batman and Robin. Ice oh, to see not. you. Probably. Welcome to the Frost Fest. What do you think killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> Boredom in his Kansas. <laughs> Try to find me now, Batman. <laughs> Get to the bat chopper. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Revenge is How do we a get off on best this? served with a side of. Uh, we were talking. Talking about uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, Tom <wow>. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, we're bad at this. <laughs> no, we're talking about no, the, so the parade, that you went to the parade. Oh, you wanted to go just that far back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, I didn't oh, want to go yeah. back to the beginning. Now, hey, welcome <laughs> to the Major Spoiler <laughs> Podcast, massive. issue 481. I thought you were getting really close to issue 500. <laughs> I, to go, I thought we'd be there by the end of the year, but I guess it's going to take a little bit longer. Let's talk about Star Trek. It's a rabbinical blessing, Zach. You I give balls. How come you didn't go and shoot that? Is that not something that that your company wants to? Uh, no. I'm honestly curious because no, 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 I keep it in there. uh, Um, I think we're in a post football. Oh, let's build up our malaise, a post football malaise. And we had a lot of we had a lot of commercial spots we had to finish for Christmas, and then uh, seems like that would be a perfect opportunity to just sell massive amounts of advertising. It's that not parade. that good of, I mean... Yeah. It's not that it's, good of a parade, number one. It's not that good of a parade. It's not very long. Right. 20 minutes tops. Right. And so, yeah, you... I think yeah. your competition went down there and did it. Yes. Did they? Yeah, because I they're, be they're, they're they big would. sponsors. Oh, are they? Okay. So are we. What oh, a, there you go. Um, we have a float. But here's the thing. Pass out some candy. At the end of the I telethon, at the end of the telethon, if they meet their goal or if they get pretty close, the... Oh, yeah. um, the CEO of um, Zach's competition mm-hmm. oh, is that, dresses is that, in a yes dresses oh, in a that. dresses in a ridiculous outfit, and then he's at the parade. Yeah, oh, in that I ridiculous see. outfit, I like as as some sort of grand marshal type figure. Yeah, he was pretty much every cookie. year. He was yeah, what? he was a, a gingerbread man cookie. this year, yeah. last year. I think he was like a little drummer boy, and he was like a. Um, some kind of a sugar plum fairy the year before. He was like a little boy. Last year in like was super pajamas. freezing. Yeah. The, the wife and the boy went and saw it last year. I stayed yeah, home with it. the sidekick. And this year, the boy was like, can we go? Can we go? And I was like, dude, it's super cold. Didn't you guys freeze your, your butts off last year? And, and the wife was like, yeah, we're not going to go. It's too cold. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, we went down for the uh, homecoming parade and it was cold that day. And it's like, I'm yeah, not going to go no. down and... The the Frostfest parade is the worst idea. Yeah, they horrible. do it at the coldest part of the year, always on the coldest day of the year. Well, Somehow, they, it, it, it's it, like they have meteorologists. The concept on that. is great though, because you know if you've seen the Main Street uh, parade at Disneyland or Disney World, right. the Main Street Electrical Parade, where all the floats are all lights and everything. That's supposed to be the idea behind this: is all the floats are supposed to be these illuminated treasures. And uh, you drive some down the of the street. floats get ruined because they they think they have too many lights, and so they'll they'll have their like van or company van. They decorate lights, and then they have a trailer, yeah, and they have a loud one, generator on one. it, and then they only oh. have like three strands of lights. Like you don't need a generator <laughs> to power those lights. But yeah. I just stood there, and one, I don't like the cold, so I was already miserable, and then I just heckled people. I just heckled all the floods and just asked for candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Case IH dealers, you think you're so good with your big giant combines? Batman don't even buy no combines from you. That's what I did. And I tried to get, they don't like toss little kid out gives you, candy. Little kid comes up and gives you candy. What is this? Like oh, Snickers yeah. bars. Local, I want bite I was, size. Oh, I want four candy canes. 4-H club? You think you're so smart with your bucket calves? I can keep calves outside of a bucket. I don't need no bucket for no calves. It's like you're terrible. Well, here's the here's the other part. The main reason for heckling is they won't throw you candy unless there's a child in like your pack of huddled people. It's like, I'm a human and I like candy. I'm coming to support your stupid parade. Plus, I'm, me, plus I'm only one. 15. I got, for my age. I got one Tootsie Roll. Gross bird. <laughs> and it was a chocolate one. It wasn't even like and a he colored, had, colored one. He tore it out of the hands of this beautiful <laughs> like little crying child. child. Yes. Who was in a wheelchair. <laughs> Matthew, do you take your daughter out to go see parades? Oh, once in a while. Uh, it's been a long time since we've actually gone to a parade because parades are, you know, kind of annoying. Parades involve people. And I believe that hell is other people many times. So we, you know, we go do interesting things. Sometimes we'll go to the abandoned mall where there's nobody and we'll just watch them fly <laughs> helicopters and stuff. That sounds like, like um, a, like a kiosk helicopter. Less. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we'll go to the pet store and look at animals and re- explain to her that she can't have any. <laughs> uh, 
That's horrible. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh little dog. kid. Oh, That's... little daughter of mine. Don't you just love this cute little doggy? Isn't he such adorable? You'd love to take that little doggy home with you, wouldn't you? Too bad. All right. So I, I got to say, yeah. it's it's sweet that you go to the pet store and you look at the cool animals, but that really does just seem like what, what poor people do instead of going to the zoo. <laughs> Oh, we have a <laughs> and, and don't take this yeah, the wrong way because I, I I'm I'm so I am so broke that if I did want to go to the zoo, that is what I would have to do. No, that's except funny. there's no pet shop around. You can go here. to Garden or Dodge City; they have a free zoo. Now oh, there you go. I think Great Bend has no the one in Great Bend is no. yeah. Right. But if you can afford to go to the Dodge City, you can afford to go to the zoo. It's yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Power drive. If I can if I can afford to go to Dodge City, I can just buy a dozen hamsters. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but they have to save up to get the tunnel system that comes yeah. off of your house. Take a weekend. Uh, ended the uh, the last uh, major spoilers podcast with uh, you know have a great week, mm-hmm. and Matthew kind of laughed. Mm-hmm. Why, why wouldn't you, Rodrigo, want people to have? A great week. Why wouldn't you want to wish goodwill on people? All right, Rodrigo. So, I hope you have a a safe and wonderful trip back home. All right. How well, dare you, sir? Uh, all right. So how dare I you? Filled with trials. So, so <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I wanted an adventure. No. So regular listeners to the podcast will are, are probably keenly aware that I am per, like weird. Like there's, there's there's things about me that are just not things that, that normal people do. For example, if I'm going to order something at a restaurant and whoever I'm with orders the same thing, I have to change my order. <laughs> this is a this is a weird pathological compulsion. <laughs> That's why whenever I take Rodrigo to Subway, I always ask him, "What are you thinking of getting?" Yeah, Rodrigo, like, oh, I'm thinking of getting that uh, meatball sub. Yeah, and the first, well. I'll I'll order first. I'll have the meatball sub. <laughs> and you hear Rodrigo, <laughs> like, panicking, trying to figure something and, else out in, in Spanish under yeah. his breath. Yes. Um. So, uh, one of the things uh, that 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 is like weird for me is yes, thank you. Uh, yes, that's old school. Um, is okay. So I don't like. There are certain things that I say and certain things that I don't say. Like I don't, for example, I don't say awesome sauce anymore. Because because <laughs> you're, you're thirty, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you're not exactly. my age, exactly. Because because it's because you know I don't want to. I don't only you know it, I'm I'm not the person who says that. For example, right, right. And I'm not I'm not. That's not a value judgment. It's just something that I don't say. So if somebody says to me if I if I get a a sandwich at Subway mm-hmm. and the the cashiers at the end of the whole transaction says have a nice day then I'm perfectly fine saying you too mm-hmm. because have a nice day is something I'd say. Right. But sometimes I get a cashier who says something like, have a splendiferous day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all I would have to say is you too, but I would never tell someone to have a splendiferous <laughs> right, day. Right, so right, right. it feels disingenuous for oh, me so to say you don't say think you that too. I would ever say have a great week? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I mean, this made me think of that oh, is, okay. is, is the thing. Well, you know, that like, brings up a good question. Right. Something that I have been thinking about. I Maybe it's my upbringing or whatever, but do you guys... When you go and order, whether you're face to face with the person or at the drive through, do you say, uh, may I take your order, sir? Yes. May I please have a burrito? Right. Do you say please or not? Or do you just say, give me, give me a chimichanga with that Big Mac? I usually, I usually don't say please in an order, but I try to phrase it so that I am not shouting orders at them. Mm. I think that, um, and this is actually a a big topic of like you know we have like yearly discussion topics at mm-hmm. at my house and and one year it was definitely like do you always have to say please and my thesis uh that I presented in a very thorough powerpoint presentation was you the whole point of saying please and thank you is to be nice right. is to be polite and, right. and and kind of you know grease the social wheels and not have people be offended right. so if you phrase what you're asking for in a nice polite and respectful way you actually don't need to say please or even thank you it just easier because please and thank you is something that everybody agrees on is polite mm-hmm. so as long as you say please and thank right. you you're always set but if you feel that what you want to say doesn't accommodate a please or a thank you, um, or, you know, for example, when I order, I always say, uh, let me get, or can I have, or something like that, right. always, May I have, in, a, yeah, I have in a way that 
that poses a polite request to the other right, person. Right. That's why I don't say please. And then mm-hmm. always when I get my food, I say thank you because there's really nothing else yeah, to say I, except because, you know, if you compliment the weird hats that they make him wear, sometimes they don't, they don't really like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I catch myself yeah. a lot of times saying please, but there are all times where I'll say may I have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew, what about you? Do you say please and thank you? Well, yes and no. I, I was actually raised by my grandparents mostly, and I spend a lot of time dealing with the fact that my speech patterns are those of a person 20 years older than me. <laughs> um, at work, they have an, un- an unspoken rule where you don't sir or ma'am people just in case you're talking to a sir who sounds like a ma'am. Right. I cannot help myself. I cannot not sir or ma'am people. Mm. So I'll try to use it, you know, as as sporadically as possible or when I'm absolutely certain. But there's kind of another thing that comes into play is I, I've worked for a long time in kind of front facing call center situations where it's about customer service. There's a level of customer service where you want to have pleasant interactions, but you don't want in-depth interactions and you mm-hmm. don't want there's one one lady who calls and she's so sweet and she's like, first of all, I want to tell you please and thank you because you are so efficient that I never get a chance to thank you. And that is wonderful. And mm-hmm. I love that up to a point because that's 20 seconds that I could be using to clear the calls from the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, lady. What's and your problem? there's a point where <laughs> – exactly. Like when I go to McDonald's and my wife is like, um – I will be mean to her, and I, you know, I, I do it with affection, hopefully. Right. But I remind her that this menu hasn't changed since 1959. <laughs> and while it's fun to have back. a little bit of that, yes, thank you, or please, or the, but you know, I, but, I but would you like don't, a doctor, but you don't, doctor, please. But That's do you say thing. that? Do you say that to people at the at the cash counter yes, at the grocery store or the whatever? I do because please and thank you to me are almost automatic. There are mm-hmm. times when people will say. If someone says to me, thank you, I will respond, you're welcome, or it's no problem. Mm-hmm. And if some, if I say to someone, um, especially at work, I'm used to saying, may I please have the number, they will say it, and I will automatically reply, thank you. The last thing that anyone should hear from me is thank you in most situations. So I'll actually, you know, I get into a point where my work, my work method of uh, communication takes over. And I will thank people for things that you don't thank people for. <laughs> because I'm always worried about that moment where someone says, have a nice trip. And I think they're going to say, have a nice day. So I say, you too, even though they're yeah, not going right, anywhere. Right, and right. I always feel stupid. So I will just say, oh, thank you. Zach. I, and if someone says to me, would you like more coffee? I will say, please. Zach, that you're, you're from that generation that doesn't please care do. about anything. Yeah, you know, really a bunch of... Yeah. LOL. We're better than all of you. Crappy turd people. L-M-A-F-O M-B-R-B. Do you say please and thank you? When you go to the... When you go to the... Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. The Brazier. You go, may I have a double dip cone with a hot dog, please? Uh... I've been thinking about it, and I think if I'm ordering through a drive-thru, and I'm just speaking into a box... One, generally, I'm speaking in some weird accent because they can't see me. and <laughs> Which makes it awkward when you get around the corner. Right. That's always fun. No, right. then you, just keep, you just keep going with it. Mm. They're bored anyways. I'm just making their life better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just bringing some sunshine into their dour little uh, life. Well, that is kind of the point of saying being polite to these people. Please, thank you. Right. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for the food. Thank you for this. Thank you for, you know, whatever. And I, I don't know. I, 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 I say I, it when... Always when I'm giving an order face to face, and if they ask me if I want more or do you want to refill, then I always say please and mm-hmm. thank you. Oh, yeah, or yes, please, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because I I sit around and I don't know if it's the region or what the deal is, but even when I'm sitting at a luncheon at my work mm-hmm. and they have the people coming around to take our trays or take our plates or fill up our drinks. I'm always like, please, oh, thank you, thank you very yeah. much. Mm. And everyone else at the table is just sitting there, gomp, 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 gomp. No, I, and they don't say, bo- you I, don't I, say I, anything. I totally, to the I totally do that, that too. This. If a if a super, um, like diligent waiter or waitress comes in and fills my drink, just kind of on as mm-hmm. a you know, without even landing, yeah, 
um, I will shout thank you after them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know because I I think that's fine. I mean that's the uh, and you know they're they're not expecting it, but it's okay. Well, especially this time of year, I always think you know, are we being nice to our fellow man, mm-hmm. what regardless of what they're doing or or you know what you're doing? And there seems to always be room for a please and a thank you, mm-hmm. or a you're welcome, or you know may I help you or whatever. And I just, I'm, I'm curious how many people do that on a regular basis. Likewise, I'm curious how many people tip or tip above what some people say 10% is mm-hmm. too. Cause I always tip a little bit. Is it, is it regularly supposed to be 10%? Is that what That's the thing the is? That's the minimum. Cause I was, I was tip. always told that it was 15. 15. Depends. I always tip 20. I, I, yeah, I, I also always tip 20, 20, but the main reason for that is that it's a lot easier to calculate 20% yeah, yeah, than yeah. it is to calculate 15. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, here you go. Here's some extra money for my laziness. Yeah, no, I just tip 20% because I'm trying to be nice. Thank you right. for mm-hmm. for doing this and keep the change or whatever. But there's also a little bit of a psychological repercussion to doing that because especially if I'm ordering from a delivery service mm-hmm. and I order from there a lot and they see the address, oh, this guy tips 20%. I'm going to get there quick. Mm-hmm. And it does happen. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. does happen. You you do that. And so there's a kind of an impact there. But I don't know. This time of year, I always get kind of weirded out when people are not being polite or what I perceive to be rude. Mm-hmm. To other people, and I had to scold the boy the other day because there was a guy asking him questions at the barber shop, and the guy's older, yeah. And Mason's trying to answer, and the guy called him uh, Nelson by mistake because uh, he was trying to remember him from the last time he was right, there three right. months ago. And then the boy just looks at him and says, "Huh, you called me Nelson." And so that's <laughs> not polite. It is a funny name, though. <laughs> I know, but it's just like you, this is you don't right, you know right. he made a mistake. He didn't remember. You didn't need to point it out and make fun of the old man, mm-hmm. even though it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's just it's I don't know. As the boy gets older, I get concerned about no. And, and is he being you know polite? What? Is being, he being rude? Is he being considerate? There, I think there's a there's a weird kind of parallel um, culture in the United States mm-hmm. in that. Um, simultaneously, a lot of Americans have this thing where where they're like kind of nostalgic for the olden days where everybody was polite, right? But also at the same time, there's this attitude of no one gonna tell me what to do. I'm my right, own right, man. Right. I can right. do everything I want because yeah, yeah. this is the U.S. of A. and blah blah blah, well, which is fine, how, which is how perfect. Is it, how is it but in Mexico? Uh, in Mexico, everybody's tends to be very traditional. Okay. Um, so a lot of that stuff, the please, the thank yous, the saying, uh, bless you or the equivalent mm-hmm. when somebody's sneezes, mm-hmm. like everybody does it. Okay. Um, but you know, to a certain degree, I mean, if you have, you know, like literal punks right, or, right, you, right. Know, you know, obviously you can get into people of all walks of life right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and things like that. But generally there's a lot more care for tradition mm-hmm. in Mexico. Okay. I, I, I was just curious about that. So. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? We were, uh... Be wonderful to one another. Yes. Party on, dudes. Be excellent to one another yeah. and party, party on, yes. Excellent. Um, <laughs> that was close. We'll accept it. Yeah. Um, you have did you have something else? weird gaps in your knowledge. <laughs> You'll he make, can. like, a Wayne's World reference. <laughs> he, has go, I seen he has TBS. He has TBS. Where are They you run from? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure all the time. He can't help it. I don't see He's not like quoting Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's quoting Wayne's World. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's what Steven is saying, is he just made the... Uh, the leap. The leap, just kind of in the... Uh, in a, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a perpendicular leap. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works. Two kind of, two kind of slackery guys... Yeah, who enjoy air guitar? Mm-hmm. Did you have something else you wanted to add? No. We were we were talking about um, kind of that that Cthulhu plus Batman and where right. everybody Equals fits awesome. and like, yeah, and that yeah. that whole um, you know, sitting around at Burger King saying stuff like that. And I came up with one that I think is really good, but it's like kind of a weird. Okay, so okay, all right, Batman, Batman, yes, okay. Batman, Speed Racer, right? <laughs> But here's the thing: Batman is not Speed Racer. Okay, He's, uh, Racer. Bat- no, Batman is Paw or Pop. Oh yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. So Pop Speed Racer Pop is um, no Speed Racer is ah first Robin. What's his face? Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Um, Racer X is Jason Todd. Okay. Um. Uh oh, what's the kid's name? I totally had all these names, and now I've just totally which one. Out. The the kid that hides in the trunk with the monkey. 
Oh, in, in uh, Speed Racer, Chim Chim, right? Yeah. Well, Chim Chim's the monkey. Chim Chim is the monkey, and Spritel, right. and that's yeah, Ace. Spritel. Yeah, Spritel. There you go. Spritel is Tim Drake, mm-hmm. probably. Um, right. Trixie is Barbara Gordon. Sparky is Jason Todd. Right. Um, no, Jason Todd is Racer X because he's like the edgy, right, right, bad kid, right. Um, obviously, oh, obviously, Mom is um, Catwoman, probably, mm-hmm. and Trixie is yeah, Trixie's bad girl. I think that one works. Yeah. And then, of course, Chim Chim has to be a dog, and he's Ace. Ace the Bad Hound, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a website that you might want to look at if you, if you like that kind of stuff. I really don't. No, no, I no. Just, no for no, some no. reason, I came up with it, and I was like, oh, that all kind of works. It's somewhat cute. I haven't looked at it in a long time, so uh, I was hoping you were actually going to talk a little bit longer than <laughs> than what you did. Oh, um, sorry. Um, so, <laughs> that giant train that, they, uh, that ever, they're, they're both racing do... against, that's... Um, Clayface, except in this one he's a car <laughs> instead of a do you ever person do, who's uh, made of char- character combinations car instead face. of entire like worlds like Batman and oh like the amalgam like, stuff yeah like amalgam stuff oh yeah back when amalgam came out I just I really really love that stuff and yeah. I was like there's some really good ones just in amalgam like I was floored by um speed demon right was that that's like uh the flash and ghost rider and like when i saw that i was like i would have i would have never come up with this in a thousand years this is so awesome you guys except that was back in like the 90s i was like i would have never come up with this in a thousand years that was so awesome you guys so the uh, family dynamic um this guy just does these little crazy little cartoons of they're not a grim and gritty crime fighting family mm-hmm. but all the characters are there and batman is the adult and all the <laughs> all the psychics are really little kids uh-huh. and it's called welcome to wayne manor it's at the hyphen dark hyphen cat dot live journal uh dot com and it's just all these little silly cartoons of uh of these kids is just little really really little kids in fact um oh what's his name the the current robin matthew um damien damien is like this little baby that's just crying and whining all the time <laughs> it, it is kind of uh it's kind of interesting to check out if people want to check it out i'm not saying it's great but if you're looking for a silly side to uh to batman and the bat family you can kind of get it there um i just read batman for that uh there is also someone was asking what is another podcast they really got a kick out of um uh, the history podcast uh-huh. uh, that I was talking about the, um, the history, what they didn't teach you in history class, or what, what you missed it? in yeah, history class. In yeah. History yeah. Class. The other one that I would point to, if people are looking just for um, interesting little tidbits, uh, the, uh, the stuff you missed in history class is what it was. Um, let me find it here. It is the, it's right around on that same. Oh, grammar girl. Uh, if you haven't listened to grammar girl, uh, go check it out. It's a great little podcast that explains proper grammar, use of proper grammar, uh, right, common right. mistakes, um, the breakdown of, of words, and how they came into being in this way. So it's a, it's a really kind of cool podcast. It's uh, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. You can go find that over in your podcast directory. Uh, a little bit something different to occupy your time, Zach, instead of always listening to those Kevin Smith uh, podcasts. I started listening to NPR stuff. Actually, Good for you. And that is like get out awesome. of this house it's so awesome <laughs> instead <laughs> of kevin smith this, please. this american life yeah this american life is really awesome. good um except for that one where they kind of really goofed it and reported on all this false stuff eh, it happens <laughs> yeah. every once in a while um but yeah this american life is really a good one did you uh, listen to the uh scott snyder kevin smith no i haven't gotten that far yet that's a good one yeah i'm about uh right at this point about two weeks behind on everything and by the end of this week i should be caught up cool because I'm done giving my finals. Mm-hmm. Are you done? I'm done. Are you I, done grading? I've done it all my grading. Nice. Turned them in today. I've got like a bunch of readings classes that other people have to turn their grades into me. You got an incomplete, so <sighs> until you get the other stuff done over the holiday. So uh, more on that in the future, listeners. Oh. People are wondering, what is Zach and Steven doing with all their free time with just, video stuff? We're going uh, into his room with his action figures. He's going to let me play. <laughs> he's just going to film me and just put like, watch this uh, middle-aged kid by <laughs> middle the toys. 22 is middle-aged. Well, middle-aged kid. So, kid. Yes. I am a middle-aged kid. Yeah. Matthew is a middle-aged kid. 
Uh, all right, listeners, that wraps it up for this issue of the Major Spoilers Podcast. Thank you so much. And if we'd like to, uh, if you'd like to help us out, let's give a shout out to one of our sponsors, um, Tweaked Audio at tweakedaudio.com. You can go and pick up a, a <laughs> bunch of different uh, headphones uh, that they have, four different styles, six different colors. You can get an optional microphone. You can, uh, works with MP3 players, works with cell phones, all sorts of stuff. Pick it up at tweakedaudio.com. And when you check out, use the code MAJOR and get 30% off your price. That's at tweakedaudio.com. We thank them for their support, and we thank you for your support as you've uh, listened through another episode. We'll be back next time. Check out Top 5. Have a great week, everyone. Oh, yeah, we do have a Top 5. It's actually coming out on December 25th. <gasps> Christmas! Christmas Day. Why? Santa. Oh, you may have to wait and open that present when you get there. Oh. Providing we survive if the apocalypse. You know what I mean. yeah, no, no. Hey. My, blah, 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 my apocalypse disclaimer. Also that. Find the X-ray vision of a Superman. I could save some bucks and stand around and read through the covers of the comics on the rack. And although every other page would be backwards, I suppose, I could still read the evens and the odds. Well, I don't know. Guess I haven't thought this all the way through. Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew, it'd make me wait out on the corner. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little me would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would you bag and board your comics with such huge hands? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Major spoiler, yeah, 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 yeah. What a major spoiler. Major spoilers. It's copyright 2012. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.